1: Blog
0: Talk Radio. Hello everybody and welcome to RU Instant Reaction Review. I am your host, AreYouScreening dot com's own Mark Eastman, and with me, as always, is co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. You know it's hilarious because not like I don't just mess that up half the time anyway. <laughs> no, but I just yeah. I'm sitting here now going, "What is it I say at the beginning of this? Yeah, we've
1: been out of our loop for a bit, so.
0: Yeah, we've had a uh, couple weeks off, so thanks for tuning in, and uh, ap- apologies for. <laughs> leaving you stranded on your own in in movie town the
1: earliest show we've done right we never did we ever do a a nine or
0: i I think we've once done a nine yeah Yeah. so it's good morning it's early here though right in in my (laughs) brain it's early yeah it's the coffee show yeah which we don't do a lot but uh anyway we've got a ton of stuff to do since we've been gone so
1: this feels like an like when we do shows in November, December when we do like a lot of screener shows and we've got right. three films to do all of a sudden. and Right.
0: I can't, I can't actually wait until <laughs> it gets to be like this December. Yeah. Because uh, it's going to be, I think a, a interesting screener smash. Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. That hits us this year. Uh, anyway, so we got tons of movies to cover and we've yeah. got, uh, we're going to be doing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The Giver, and Sin City, A Dame to Kill for, yeah. pretty much just because we couldn't do every movie that came <laughs> yeah. out in the last three weeks. Right. I wish, had I known, had I had my Karnak envelope or whatever yeah, right. at the time, we would be doing If I Stay right now, right. because clearly Sin City got destroyed this wow. weekend. Yeah. Uh I you know, I don't know what the final numbers are, but supposedly <laughs> really the the prediction is that if Sin City's lucky, it will make six million. Right. And it's going to end up sixth at the box office in its opening weekend. <laughs> yeah. And Guardians of the Galaxy still uh should be number one unless if I stay it has like a big Sunday push, push yeah. or something like that yeah. it because they're close it could right. actually do it i mean these are just predictions and right. they're pretty close together so yeah uh guardians of the galaxy still hold well back into the top i guess right, right. now and if i stay second and then you know whatever i and think then, t- i think teenage mutant ninja turtles is still like third yeah, or fourth weird, too though. and here comes frank miller's big movie sixth yeah so I'm thinking for all, wow. the, for all the smack talk that Miller has been throwing out recently to yeah. get his name on the internet and talking about Batman and how everybody else sucks at Batman and all that stuff, I think that maybe the the Weinsteins are paying attention to how much more money he's ever going to get from them. <laughs> right. I can't even believe. I mean, it's I, I read something on Box Office Mojo. I was trying to figure out uh, what was going on with um, – Actually, the next few weeks is, yeah. what, is like what I was looking for right. at the time, and then all of a sudden I'm like sixth, <laughs> and I like look at <laughs> I like look at the thing, and it's uh, it's going to be down like eighty percent at the box mm-hmm. office from the first movie, yeah. so clearly mm-hmm. everyone loved the first one right. and was just desperately waiting for you, a
1: sequel. Did you like the first one?
0: I liked the first one. Um, you know, okay. I mean, yeah. it, it. You know, maybe like. Uh, I think I I probably gave it. Maybe I I probably gave it uh, three stars. Yeah, it was back, back ten <laughs> right. out of five. So, so right, so it's like uh, <clears> you know throat> the. Throat> uh, six
1: or whatever. I remember I, I remember seeing it in the theater and not being particularly blown away, although visually, like amazed. Right. It's but, cool visually. But but still, and I had read it, and I was just kind of like. I wasn't really great about it, but it was one of those films that when I saw it again later, I loved it more after I saw it beyond the first time. It was just something settled in. I wasn't, maybe it just wasn't the right, maybe I wasn't in the right mood or maybe I was just having a bad day and I don't remember the day. I just remember seeing the movie and being like, eh. But it was pretty average for me. I loved the look and I was kind of bored by it and I thought it was kind of schmaltzy in places, but it's kind of noir anyway. So you got to take that. But I remember seeing it again later and later, either on video or on a DVD, and just being like, What was wrong with me? This is really fun right, so I mean it's not a ten, but it's certainly elevated beyond where i was so. right yeah i
0: I was kind of okay with it, and you know i was i think my uh problem going into it, and so you know maybe I should watch it again or whatever, but Crazy. I think my problem <laughs> going into it was I kind of had a you know fairly high expectations. I thought this yeah. ought to be really, really good mhm. And then it it wasn't as good as I was expecting, or at least it didn't seem to me at the time or whatever. And so, you know, that'll always bring you down a little bit when it doesn't live up to what you want.
1: I think a part of that was the trailer. I think the trailer looked, you know, again, the movie doesn't change visually. It's not like you suddenly don't see it in that style. But I thought the trailer just made it look very tight explosive interesting and exciting and the movie eventually it, got that for me but that first time i watched it, i didn't get that right so. i don't know
0: there are there are parts of that first one i think i think where it's kind of uh long and drawn out and you're not expecting yeah.
1: that yeah and
0: especially like um you know there's not a lot to compare it to right but when you look at that versus like the watchman yeah movie or something you know there's there's not a lot of the Watchmen where they're just sitting around shooting the breeze and right. stuff, right? So yeah. I don't know.
1: I don't know. It just uh, it didn't meet exactly with my expectations. But that's a lot. I mean, I think sixth place, you know, clearing six to seven million on your opening weekend, and you're at the end of In the summer. August. In August. I mean, there is no positive from any right. of that. Right. But then again, speaking of uh, summer, you know, the,
0: the, the yeah. number one movie this weekend is, I think, going to have something like 16 or 17 million. Right. When uh the movie that came out a month ago a month, yeah. makes makes right. sixteen million and that's gonna be as good as it gets. That's a weird summer week. Yeah. That that is uh you know, you feel like somebody else should have taken this weekend. Yeah. You know, with all of the moving stuff around and who wants to be where and all yeah. that. You know, there's there's a movie out there that comes out in like you know, four or five weeks right. that should have said I'll take, I'll take that, that. weekend and yeah. and make some money. But then again, you know, what if no one still showed up? And Somebody, it was, it's
2: still all
1: you could make with seventeen days. Maybe the week, maybe the week's crazy. No one wants to go in it, summer. It doesn't feel like there's a lot of stuff, you know, environmentally going on. You know, there's no World Series. There's no World Cup. There's no nothing going on really. I mean, there's a there's a holiday in the end of summer, but there's nothing that. Inherently keeps people from going to the movies, except movies that keep people to go to movies. Right. And what a weird list of – some. I mean, I I hope a lot of people lost their – no. I mean, I mean this tongue-in-cheek, but I hope a lot of people lost their jobs or got restructured. Because the schedule for the summer this year has been absolutely bizarre. Like, so many dead spots, so many weeks where nothing opened, and things that should have opened early opened up now. I mean – it wasn't last summer was weird and we say this each year, but it was very different than two summers ago when you right. had things that were very summer like and opening. And right. It just wasn't here.
0: Two I I think two summers ago we were talking about how it seemed like there were no big big movies coming out. Yeah. There was like a big movie at the beginning of the summer and right. a big movie towards the end of the summer and yeah. like nothing in between. Like it was yeah. it was all abandoned. And then last summer it seemed like there was at least, you only had to go a couple of weeks. Right. And something was happening. Yeah. And then this week, or, or this summer, it's, uh, you know, there are big things, but, man, I don't know what's up with the holes. And then I don't know, you know, know. is is this a hole because, uh, like, nothing wanted to come out this week that was super huge? Right. Or do the analyst people know that no one's going this week, <laughs> no matter what we do, so leave it alone, prophecy, right? Yeah, yeah, who knows. I don't know. It's, anyway. It's it, crazy it really anyway, weird. but I, I kind of wish I, we'd have gone to If I Stay Now because I do a little bit. You know,
1: that, that, that kind of gives a little hint of uh, our review on Sin City then. If we went, we just walked out of it. And we well, actually no, just, did just, just walk out of it. Just because it's bigger. I mean, right. just, I know, just because it's actually
0: more just, people went to gonna it. Be like, you Although you it's know, a nickel but, difference, really. Yeah, it's like $10 million difference. Right. That, in a normal summer weekend, that should not be. It would be a
1: blip. It wouldn't even be, <laughs> you
0: know, it might right. be an asterisk footnote. Right. Anyway. Anyway, so uh, I guess we might as well. Uh, you know, I don't know. Now it's like three movies, right? Should we <laughs> yeah. just give all our ratings for all the movies uh, and and get that we out of the way? That,
1: if anybody, and, wants. And then,
0: and then we'll start talking. About, we'll just
1: start mixing. Yeah, everyone,
0: raise own. your hand on right. uh, what you want us you to do. Go with back that. to
1: fourth or fourth to back? You want to go earliest, latest? How do you want to do it?
0: Yeah, I think we'll go. Um, I think we'll just do the ratings and then uh that way because you know we get lots of letters here and uh people say, you know, just give just me your just
2: just give oh, me your ratings
0: so I, I can turn the show I, off. That's
1: what <laughs> Or I feel I always feel like I've heard a few people say, Give me the ratings because I wanna know how long to listen before I really have to listen. I've heard this before. So if you and I are like, I'm gonna give it a six, I'm gonna give it a seven and a half, then they kind of passively listen because they know we're we're there. But if right. I'm like, I give it a three, and you're like three, it's seven. They're like, all right, I'm not going anywhere. Right. So that's, that's yeah, kind that of happens. A thing. People are all. We've only
0: done up like one right? Um. Okay. So, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Then we'll we'll start with that one first. Yeah. And. Uh,
1: we saw that a couple weeks ago. Yeah,
0: and unfortunately, this is not like the instant reaction review for some of these. Because, <laughs> we're catching know, up. But. They've, uh, they've sank in with us for a while. But yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I feel like the best I can give that movie is uh, three. Yeah. That because, you know, and, and I'll say this, though. I went in with really low expectations, and there were some parts I liked. So th- there were some parts where I – it kind of just irritates me, though. Because so, there, there'll be something I like, and I'll go. Man, I wish that happened in a good movie. Right, <laughs> and,
1: right, right.
0: Because they throw out little nuggets in there every once in a while,
1: and it's it's weird. It was I I would give it a three and a half. Nah. It, it, it's so it's so long feeling, and it's only an hour and forty one minutes. And you know you got to figure six minutes of that is credits anyway. It just felt exhaustively long, like unnecessarily long, right. and that's that's partially because. It doesn't really feel like a real movie to me. It feels like a an attempt to rejuvenate this franchise for toys and happy meals and right. cartoons. And, and there's
0: and there's stuff like um stuff stood out to me which uh, like a popular complaint of the, you know, new Star Wars movies yeah. is that they feel like they designed the video game first right. and then like and built, built the yeah. movie around it so that right. you would have this scene that looks like the video game yeah. part. And there's a lot of that. Yeah, this. Well, I've
1: actually started to review it. But yeah, yeah three no. and a half. We'll get, we'll, we'll get back to that. So uh, three and three and a half. Yeah, okay. Um, so The Giver. I'm you, actually looking forward to talking about The Giver if time allows, I don't know if oh, we're going to sure. go really over. I don't know if we have to. We can probably hit these really quick. But yeah, all right, you go first. Then. You know what? It's really kind of it's really kind of interesting and sad. I give the giver an absolute even average score because I thought it was an absolutely average movie of five. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty low for the giver. The giver yeah. ought to be. But working. I have I have a big I have a big. There's not even a complaint. I just have an easy reason why it's only a five, and we'll get to it when we. When, when we, we when we yeah. get to it. Okay.
0: The giver for me, uh I have to say to that I I love this book. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I have kind of like my own like weird special like history with the book because yeah. uh when uh, when I was uh, getting my teaching degree, I had to do like a whole big thing with this book right. in uh one of the, you know, special like young adult literature course that you had to take and all that. Yeah. And um <clears throat> And so I had to do all this whole thing, and I really love the book, and one of the big problems for me with the movie, even though I've seen a lot of stuff on the internet where uh, uh, Lois Lowry is talking up the yeah, movie, right. and, and I didn't really like read everything or listen right. to everything or whatever, but obviously they're not – showing me that because she's saying I hate the movie, right? Right.
1: (laughs) I mean, that would be an interesting push
0: because that's, that wouldn't happen, but, so she must be okay with it, but basically most everything that I loved about the book is either completely missing or totally changed or, you know, something. It's it's just not there in the movie. It's not as strong. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, thematically, there's a lot of stuff that they still hit the high notes of. Like, it's a, it. Jesus, I'm forgetting the <laughs> turn off noises. You know, it hits all the right high notes, and it knows where those are, and it sets them up. But right. it's kind of devoid of the stuff that really makes those in between moments stronger. Right. You know. Well, but,
0: and there's a. You know, we'll talk about that. Um, I like. I still manage to like it a little bit uh, better than you, but I yeah. still. I still can only give it a six,
1: too. Yeah. Oh, you made me think you were going to give it like an
0: eight. I knew you. No, I knew no. you'd done a lot with the giver. You told no, me before, because but... because you know even the stuff that I liked and the stuff that kind of worked there was, and this is uh, clearly kind of being biased from the book too. Yeah. Um. But I really hated a lot of the stuff that they did. Yeah. And, and I, I hated a lot of the ways that they made things different, but even like just from a movie perspective, if I try to pretend that I haven't seen the book, right. I still didn't like the way they made that work. You yeah. know, I, right. I didn't like the way that worked. Yeah. Movie. Yeah. All right, and finally, Sin City, a dame to kill for.
1: Which, just in the interest of keeping everything logistical, this is the instant reaction. We saw this at right. 10 o'clock last night, got out at midnight, we saw it in 3D, and, and boom, here said, we are, said right? bye, and now here we are in the morning. So right. that's, that's, just, that's a pretty fresh one. But, you know, I guess we can segue into actually talking about that and work backwards, too. Right. Um, I, I'll give it a four. Like it's a little below average, part of it, I almost wanted to give it a five, thinking how much fun it was to watch, and I got to tell you, I didn't see the original because again 3 d wasn't super big when the original right, right. Sin City came out. Right. for the first thirty minutes last night when we were watching the film, I was so happy we were watching this in 3 d. I was right, I was right. just wowed by it. I thought everything was so beautiful. <clears throat> Excuse me, and it doesn't stop getting beautiful. it just is the only thing I felt worth watching. You just the don't story, care anymore. The story is kind of. You know, it's kind of like just numbing in a way, not because it's real stupid. I mean, it's not no, really, but engaging, also
0: because it's real But stupid. it's
1: kind of <laughs> stupid in these places, these really weird ravines that the story wants to like kind of plunge into and then it just doesn't know how to pull out. Right. Like it's like a roller coaster that just goes on a level track and then doesn't right. know how to get really fast. But I, I wanted to give it a higher rating because partially the aesthetic was so beautiful. And I love looking at Sin City, like this, this art style, especially in film. I just, but I, again, we don't review movies just for the aesthetic of it, right? You know, and I think that if you put too much into it, be like, oh, it's stupid, it's miscast, but man, it's beautiful looking. I give it an eight. Like, who are you? <laughs> right, right, right. So I, I expected a lot more from it. I, in part, didn't really have big expectations because I remember my first, like I said, my first Sin City experience was kind of like, eh, and maybe I'll like this again. Right. Maybe I'll like it more again. Like, I don't know. I'm not really excited to go see it again. Except for maybe the first thirty minutes. So which, I could see that in three D and Which is maybe why no one showed up. So I, I'm I'm at a four. I can't even give it yeah. five. I, I give the I give this one three
0: too. Yeah. Because uh, you know, I did and, and you know, I'll tell you, if the like you were talking about the first half hour, the first twenty minutes Wasn't that great. You, you, you I mean, know, I mean, wherever great, you are really fun. If this movie like just like if the film snapped at thirty minutes or something and like that. We had to
1: review and, and, yeah. and we
0: had to leave. <laughs> I'd be going, Man, I don't know, nine. Yeah, that it, could it, be really it, strong. It probably yeah. is an awesome movie at the end. And uh and I, I still only give it a three for uh largely for the aesthetic and yeah. for a lot of the people who were in it. Not yeah. everyone who was in no, it. No, no, no. Because but... I'll tell you right now who, who were you loathing? Jessica Alba. Yeah. She was just awful. Every, every every time she was on the screen, you were just like, wait, what's happened? It's like it, it snaps you out of the movie, yeah. kind of. Because everyone else, as goofy a thing as this is, right. in general it's everyone else was really good. I thought yeah. uh, everyone else was doing, uh, I thought like really a great job. And you're going, well, I mean, it's this goofy thing. Right, I mean, it's right. not, you can only take it like so seriously, you know, no one's doing Shakespeare up there or anything, Right. but they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. Right. And they're so, doing it really, really well. Yeah. And and like oddly well, yeah. like I was, you know, you see like the trailer and you see like little bits of, you know, Mickey Rourke is all like, screwy looking and it's <laughs> yeah, like yeah whatever and then and then you see other people and they're not and you right. go well wait what is going on but they all i thought were doing a really good job at what they were doing even like a lot of the supporting cast who yeah. isn't in it very much and then every time i saw jessica alba i'm just like Oh wait what right I mean it's like you all of a sudden you're watching something else and she's you know doing like a really bad commercial for something or I whatever.
1: saw I saw somebody because uh, I looked at Metacritic real quick um, just to see something else actually and I saw someone saying something like oh if you want to see this is this and they gave it like a nine they They're like this is the film to see if you like Jessica Alba or Eva Green and I'm like okay because one is you dancing get to see provocatively, on. one's dancing can, very provocatively, right. and there's a lot of scenes of Jessica Alba dancing, which we're supposed to, count for some reason. But Robert Rodriguez knows a lot of people. You know, she's a she's right. an attractive woman. You're supposed to go see that. And then Eva Green is naked in 3D throughout most oh, of the Like film. a lot. And <laughs> right. if, that's, if that's what you're going to rate the film on, then okay. Yeah, Alba's dancing <laughs> right. and Albert Alba naked, then this probably is a nine. Then this probably you know, is the best soft porn but, ever. But. <laughs> but it's just, it's got to be, you know, I was asked to do a lot of stuff that she's just not comfortable doing, and it kind of showed. Right. Like, to me, she looked uncomfortable. Instead of unprofessional. And not the dancing part. No, no, no. Dancing. And I mean, she's a great dancer. You know, she's been in other dance sure, films like Honey right. and all these other things. So she's got that under control. But like the acting stuff, yeah. she didn't seem like she was there for it. The flip side of that is I like Eva Green. She's, she's this like reptilian female femme fatale character right, right. in every film she's in now. And that's okay because she's really good at it. But as I'm watching her and I'm thinking about the 300 sequel, and I'm like, this is kind of like watching her through the years right, at the right, same right. point. And she's really good and believable in a femme fatale kind of uh, way.
0: I thought, I thought she was really good,
1: except
0: yeah. maybe like in a couple moments or something. Yeah, right. But overall, I thought she was yeah. really good, and you know, not just because you see her naked no. naked a lot. No, Mickey
1: Rourke was really good. He's really great. Josh Joseph Gordon-Levitt had a great. I, I thought he yeah, did a really Dr- good time. Power Josh Booth. Josh Brolin
0: was really good in I it. I like Josh Brolin. And uh, you know, as soon as you mention uh, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, though, that's my whole. Is it? it leads to my whole problem with the movie. I mean, he's good. Yeah. But this is like you know when you got that first about half hour. Uh-huh. And it seems like you know where the story's sort of going, right? Yeah. First of all, uh, like at best, the story is you know just a story I've heard yeah. a million times right. before. The lucky guy, yeah. Just with, uh, excuse me. You know, it's one thing to go, well, sure, because it's sort of noirish. So if you've seen other noirish right. stories, then you, won't you be know surprised. them, yeah but you know i mean that's just not true right. i mean it's like it this is just like the most straightforward boring story even even when it's good yeah it, it's just like it, it's just so uh, oh i wonder what's going to happen it's like uh y- yeah. y- you can't go anywhere in the story without going uh so this will happen and, and and you know even the part with um with the whole femme fatale and the whole thing, yeah. and you're like, oh, gee, you know, I can't see that coming or right. whatever. And at some point you're like going, why, why am I being told this story? Because right. it's like so simplistic and, yeah. and just goofy that – but then the the thing that's really bad about it is when you get to the stuff like uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt and you're like, why am I watching this? Yeah. It, it's not – it, it's, not a, it's not an actual story. I mean, yeah. it, when you have like an actual story and then there's some other character, oh. like it has something to do with the first part. Yeah. It's yeah. not that just a character who's in the other part shows up in this part. Right. And then now suddenly see how now it's, it's a story important. Yeah. No, it does, it does. His whole thing like means nothing to yeah. the rest of the story. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is seriously going to go all the way through this movie and this other part is going to have nothing to do with anything. Yeah. And then that like took me so out of watching the movie <laughs> yeah. that I'm like, can that really happen? And it's yeah. not like it's just that part either. No, well, there's, there's is, other parts yeah. where it's like this. Yeah. This actually makes no connection to the story that we're watching. It's just, I don't know. I want to tell this poker story about mm-hmm. the kid too. Like a little man that has
1: nothing attached. Right. It, yeah. it's, it's all. It's sort of like,
0: and and this will maybe be. Frank Miller's downfall for a while, maybe right. because first of all, he thinks that he's super awesome, so it's very hard for someone who thinks they're super awesome to yeah. ever correct any right things that are might be wrong. They're super awesome, right? But it's almost like what happened here is that there's a, a comic book, mm-hmm. and it it's got the overall Sin Cityness, right? And we've got you know, one issue of the comic book went on this whole other way, right, with the whole Joseph Gordon Levitt thing, but doesn't connect to kind of like the long arc really. It's just like the one issue we do this, yeah. which would be fine right. in a comic book, right? You go, it's the right. this issue or something. Yeah. And then he just took like three or four of those and said it's all a movie because it's all in Sin City. Right. And the <laughs> fact that this one story is not any one story right. doesn't
1: matter, right? And, because it's Sin City. And right. look how cool I made it look. And Robert, Rodri- <laughs> and Robert Rodriguez is a big Frank Miller fan, and I'm sure the enthusiasm of Miller selling the story, or maybe it's vice versa. Maybe Frank Miller was enthused by Robert Rodriguez's desire to put this in because he loves it, right? You know? But there's some there's some weird thing happening there. I, I I see what you're saying. I liked a little more than you did, though. I just I like the aspect of him walking around and just looking at things and being like, "This is the one I'm going to win." Just give me a coin. And then like later when he's in trouble and he's like, "I just need a dollar. Just give me one dollar and I'll be back." I do too. Like, I like that aspect, it's but just that doesn't care. its own separate story. Right, and, and then I'm even, doing all the heavy work for it. But.
0: Even the more main parts story, yeah. sort of of the story, you've got kind of the the Josh Brolin story and like the Jessica Alba story. Yeah. And. Even they don't actually connect to each other, except that we go to the same bar and we've run into each other and characters cross over for, you know, Mickey Rourke is in both places and stuff like that. But that doesn't make the whole thing a story. And it just... At the by the time you get to like two thirds of the way through the movie,
1: mm-hmm. I was just kind of sitting there going, "Well, I mean, whatever." Right. Well, I mean, it's like, <laughs> it's like what you, you know, it's like what you're saying. I thought the first film eventually, like there's weaving and there's characters and they there is a story there. This film is basically just about the city. Like, right. what what will you see if you just peel back this layer and look in this corner right. of Sin City for an and hour. here's well, some random we'll things. show you right. <laughs> and that's
0: what right. it is. Yeah. And you know, I don't know. There's there's some there's some way maybe you could make that work I guess yeah. but this isn't it, for it or wasn't for me because <laughs> right, right. because it just kept sort of distancing me more and more from everything because I'm like well okay so why are we watching this part right now yeah. well it turns out for no reason <laughs> it, is why true. is why we have to watch that right now because it's not gonna really get you anywhere yeah. later and there's you know. Th- uh, one thing that I thought that really irked me, there was a point where I really got kind of ticked off uh, about having to watch it. And that's when you've got your uh, Eva Green femme fatale. She's talking to Stacey Keach, Right. And she's like going, well, right. aha, see, because yeah. you need to get into uh, Old Town or whatever where yeah. Josh Brolin is hiding. She wants someone to figure out a way to get to, to Josh Brolin to kill him. And she's like, well, this and this. And then Stacey Keach is this mongoloid yeah. looking like kingpin like kind a, of... Yeah, like a thin job kind of the hut. ...looking guy, I don't, I don't know what. And he's the leader of organized crime or something. And, and none of that scene ever meant anything. No, it didn't. It, did, it didn't actually yeah. get you anywhere. So then it's like we watched this whole Josh Brolin thing, like somehow to get you to that thing yeah. that didn't actually get anything. And then all of a sudden you know, uh, I don't know what else to do, so I'll just have them turn up or something. And, you know, I don't know. It was was just a bit of a mess. It was uh, ugly, ugly storytelling that, for me that didn't... I I liked a lot of the individual stuff. Yeah, but as a whole... But then
1: still, I want it to be a a movie at the end of the day. (laughs) And and I can't justify a 90-minute visual experience that's like, wow, that's so great.
0: It was really cool. And and
2: This is going to be awesome. Yeah.
0: Like at one point, I seriously almost looked over at you at like, you know, 20, 25 yep. minutes, whatever. I almost looked over at you and went, A- am I crazy or is, <laughs> is this like awesome? Yeah. I mean, it yeah. was so cool and it was so cool looking. And the best part about it in that first part, and see, it makes me wonder, like, did we just, did, did we just uh-huh. race to get done Maybe. or something or, you know, who knows what went into it? But. Uh, the best part about it was all of the cool visual stuff that we were doing was so purposeful. Yeah, it meant something. Clearly, it, we yeah. were looking at it this way, in this like crazy way, in this crazy part of the scene. Yep, for like this specific reason. Yep. and it had meaning behind it. And even like in the beginning, when uh, you've got Mickey Rourke and he's you know chasing these punks or yeah. you know whatever. And it was certain parts looked more and more like you were in a cartoon and certain parts looked more and more real and there was like you could tell there was like real reason behind how we were doing things. Yeah. And all moving forward for a pretty good while it was all like, you know, we're looking way down on things for good reason. We're yeah, you know, I love all that. of these crazy like visual stunts that we're doing. Yeah. But it wasn't like, you know, Michael Bay just throwing in a crazy right, camera batics just because he can or whatever, yeah. right? It was all so cool. It was it was really like made me think of like Hitchcock and stuff and, yeah. and trying to figure out exactly why we're looking at things in certain ways. And then after you get like halfway through the movie, it's like we've totally abandoned that all together. Right. And it's like, I don't know. This is a weird way of showing right. things. So do it that way. Do it, and, and, yeah. And I was, it, it became, like, more and more and more disappointing all yeah. the way down. Yeah. So then I couldn't even have as much fun with just the visuals.
1: Right, that's And how go, I felt. well,
0: at least I love the visuals at, or right. something, because at, it
1: wasn't doing it anymore. At some point, it just but Then felt... it was just showing her naked. Right, and then it was. <laughs> it really was. you just sitting there, and I'm like, I understand that that's literally what was in the story or what Miller would have put in the story. Anyway, right. he a couple, like, original stories for this, but... It was, it was like watching this as a vehicle, you know, when you're having such a good time and it just starts getting a flat and you realize you're, you're running out of air. Right. You're, just, you're slowing down. It's becoming less comfortable. It's becoming more problematic, and yet no one's pulling over. You're just still going. Right. You know, I'm like, uh. but And, uh, and, and
0: then it, it was a little weird, too, because, uh, you know, for me, it, we watched Joseph Gordon-Levitt at the, at the beginning. So far at the beginning that we get like so far through the movie that you start going, are we ever going to see him again? Right. Long, <laughs> like yeah. it, it never comes back to it. Then all of a sudden we come back to it and you're like, oh yeah, that guy. Right. And uh, I don't know, something will happen. Yeah. But by that point, you're so far along into things that as soon as he came back and you start watching his thing again, you're like, I just know this
1: isn't going to go anywhere. Yeah. So you couldn't even kind of enjoy it as much. You know, most people, it's not like Pulp Fiction redesign. I mean, it did change everything, but it wasn't the first to do like this out of order storytelling, but it wants to be very, that feeling too. It's almost like one of these weird films where it's a prequel and a sequel. Right. Like we see, and it's bookended in ways like there's things that happen after Sin City, but then you see things before the original film. It's, it's a fun idea, and right. it's a fun concept. I just wish it had been more fun overall. Right. And it wasn't. And I was genuinely bored. I was genuinely bored for a very long stretch Right near the, near the two-third mark. I was just like, oh, man. And like you just said, I'm like, well, at least I got the visuals. And then I was just kind of bored looking at what I was seeing. Right. And
0: then it got to um, when it finally wants to, like, get more into the Jessica Alba story, and, um, and really start running that. After you're you a ways into the movie. Yeah. And then all of a sudden we get, like, some serious Bruce Willis talking, who yeah. is, like, the ghost whatever. Hardigan back. You know, yeah, right. and, uh, and, you know, she's uh, in her apartment and, like, just on and on and on with this. I, I seriously was about to walk out. I right. was like, yeah. I, I could leave right now. Yeah, I'm, I, I mean, I, I'm pretty goes. much done. Yeah. And, and because it just all of a sudden everything was like so slow. Yeah. You know, it's like, I don't know what Frank Miller was doing with the script of this. And yeah. it was weird because it's not like he's never written a good story. No, right. I mean, he's, he's truly capable. He's, he's written a talented good stories. Person, yeah. But this was something like, you know, He's just uh, too far in his own press or something, you know, and it's like it, it's like he can't. He's almost. It seems like anyway. He's like at the point where he can't rewrite something. Like if he writes it, like there's no there's no like drafts. Yeah. And go. Should I look at this and see if I can change things? Nah. Right. I mean. Right. Because that it uh, gets so slow
1: all of a sudden. It drags so much, yeah. and, and I don't know. It's just weird. There's a moment. Late in the film, where Powers Booth is, he sees like this, and we we understand that Hardigan, you know, Bruce Willis is just really a ghost. He's a, he's basically not even influencing Jessica Alba. Uh, and there's that moment where Powers Booth has the mirror break, and he sees Bruce Willis for a second. And he turns, right? And he's like, right. what the hell? I loved that moment but at that point I was though so, I was so full of anesthesia I didn't care. Right, exactly. I'm like, that's a great moment and I should have felt something and I didn't even care. Right. And it's so everything with, I really like that too. A, a, I really
0: love the whole scene. A, a, and the problem with it too, in a in a really weird way I, I think the the kind of good thing about it is that, you know, Bruce Willis so far is such a useless
2: yeah. character
0: in a way. Yeah. Because you've got a ghost, but like you said, he's not influencing anything. He's not doing anything. Yeah. He's just sort of there to be a kind of it's like a narrator, narrator. Yeah. So
1: he's that he can tell you path. stuff
0: yeah. about what happened yeah. while you're looking at Jessica Alba being unhappy. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, right. Right, but yeah. then, but then you get to there, and he actually does something. But by the time you get there, everything has happened. Like I said, it's such a simplistic script. It's yeah. so like just paint by the numbers, yeah. which that's just not what you're expecting the story to no. be when you're watching this crazy thing. Yeah, and what's what's really weird and kind of like distancing about it is that the the stuff you're watching is so crazy and awesome in its own way you're like, like surely the story that ought to be going with this is you equally, know equally something yeah. inventive and and no. wild yeah. or something <laughs> yeah, right and you're like no just go back to like any 30s noir any movie noir, no, no, or whatever right. it is right. just all the same yeah and it's uh you know josh brolin uh, you know make him a private detective and yeah. Have have him get suckered into a woman he doesn't know instead right. of a woman that he dated before. Right. And uh, what else would you have to change? Nothing. The yeah. Story? Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. So it was just really
1: disappointing. It but was disappointing. it is really
0: cool looking. I mean... It, it is.
1: And I still... I mean, I still think... And you got to I see it think in 3D. For the, for, yeah, I think for the fun of it, just even though it gets really bad and pedantic, it's just like the first 20 or 30 minutes, I... I was very, very like excited, wide awake. I mean, I was like, bam, this is going to be so much fun. And so.
0: and, and it's weird because you said 3D, and 3D is really cool, but uh, we almost didn't go see this in 3D. Yeah. because Partially because I was kind of like, I don't know, is that going to be worth 3D? Right, black I mean, and white you know, shapes. Is it going to be and fantastic? And then, you know, the movie starts, and you're like 15 minutes in, and you're like, um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. Uh, that was one of the first things I thought about the movie. Yeah. As soon as it, <laughs> it starts really going was. and I started liking it, I was like, oh, my God, I'd hate to see this in, yeah. in 2D. It yeah. would, it, it's really it, rare it would for us. be so I mean, different.
1: We really enjoyed some of the 3D films we've seen since we've done this, but this is one of those. And there's only been a couple times where I'm like, "There's no option. Don't don't see it in 3D at all. Like you're really hurting the film if you do." Right.
0: When it when you want to get it on uh, home video, you you go buy a 3D -hmm. TV right now because you just have to. Because we're uh,
1: we're saying we're getting paid by somebody to say that or
0: something. All right, we gotta uh, move on. So, uh, any other? thing no. we need to make sure we throw out no. in there. I do like and I, I do have to say this, it's funny because there's so much of just looking at Ava Green naked. Yeah. And even, you know, a couple of months ago they had this whole ridiculous poster Oh, I remember this t- dust up about thing this. and it was yeah, like no. you was- know, they they basically put out a poster uh Pretty much, specifically so that it would get banned by the MPAA, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, it's just completely naked Eva Green, right? <laughs> right. And you're like, no, that'll fly.
1: Come on, right. let's, let's put that another. through, yeah.
0: just to like basically bring up the stir, yeah, of having it banned, right. so that it would, because now everyone on the internet has to go find <laughs> it and look at it, right? right. It's been banned, okay, yeah. right? Because I must you know. See it. How many times do you have, you know, internet sites and everything? Here's the new poster for this. And everyone goes, oh, hooray. Right. A new poster for that. No one cares, right? But now all of a sudden, what if we could get everyone to look at our poster, right? But but there is a lot of time in the movie that she's just kind of standing around naked. Yeah. Or laying around naked or whatever. whatever it is where you're just looking at her being naked, right? Yeah. And so some of it, I thought, was really just kind of goofy. And yeah. I'm like, well, okay, so Frank Miller likes naked chicks. That's right. not that's not too crazy a thing. But there were a couple of scenes where uh, there's interesting stuff going on about this whole, like, because it starts out, uh, Josh Brolin hates her already, right? right? And then he gets sucked back into her and the whole thing. And there were a couple of scenes where basically she's, they're just talking and yeah. she's just being naked. Yeah and and i'm watching it and i kind of was actually thinking you know i wish that could happen more because in this particular scene there's just it's a little more real yeah. that um, you know because of things that happen in the scene that all of a sudden when we cut to the talking everyone hasn't like thrown all their clothes back on and right. they're like ready to go to work right, right? and they're just right. all dressed again and yeah. i was like eh, i don't know Anyway, but uh, but man, if you if you think you're not going to see a lot of nakedness in this, you're going to the wrong right because it, it, it's all over the place. Right. Okay, uh, then the giver. We got to
1: jump onto
0: the giver and talk about that.
1: The giver. The giver was interesting. It's it's too bad that it took so long to get this film out. I think that the giver truly suffers. Uh, here's here's a quick thirty second uh, digression that that is that is a point. I remember a few years ago well I remember many years ago now when the just movie Just because you say it's a point, does it mean that it's, it's going a point. To be it's important. gonna be a sharp point. <laughs> no, it's 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 actually just kinda like it reminds me how I feel about the Giver. A few years ago when the movie not the T V show, but when the movie Friday Night Lights came out, I knew a bunch of people who went mm, to go see it. Right, right. And they all said this is just some like weird rehash of like all these other, you know, films that we've seen already, like even the team one, like the, the James Vanderbeek, you know, football right, film exactly. to all the other sport films. And and I had to tell them I'm like, you know, here's the problem with that. Yes, it is, but it's not derivative. Of those films, it's derivative of itself. Friday Nights Night as a story has existed for a long time. These other movies that came out took from Friday Night. Right, Lights.
0: they're they're actually copying that, right. but got their movie they out got it first. first. Right, so yeah. here's
1: the problem: The Giver suffers from being behind The Hunger Games, Divergent. You know, the the other any dystopian it's a, tale.
0: It's it's been like um, four or five years, or maybe even a little more, of just. Give me every right. dystopic film that I can. Plus, it also suffers in a weird way, I think, from the fact that <clears throat> from The Giver and maybe a couple other titles or whatever, but young adult literature has just become Absolutely. vampires or dystopias. I mean, it's, it's like there's, yeah, there's so much many of pretty them much. everywhere.
1: Yeah. And, it, and it just, for me, when I say that the film is is kind of I don't mean it's derivative. I mean it's derivative of itself. These other films took the best parts of The Giver and amped it up and even even in the story version, but not I'm not saying that like, you know, The Hunger Games is better than The Giver. I'm just saying that it took the best parts, amped it up, turned it out faster and people see that first and people often think first is first. Right, right. When I'm watching The Giver, it just feels kind of watered down, even though the story is true to itself. Like right. there's, there's some things that they obviously, beginning. they focused different. on some of the wrong points and they missed a few of the others. but And, and they made stuff up too. And, and they certainly did, you know, and in, in changing certain things to facilitate, like making him 16 instead of 12 to facilitate just a hint of a love interest. Like you want that for the film, I get it. Fine. But it's kind of. I just thought they could have done that a little bit right, a little bit more in a in a strong way. But you know, one of the things that's really weird is some scenes that should have been so impactful, so strong, just didn't have any push to it at all. Right. And the end for me specifically, it doesn't uh, it doesn't really suffer from you know falling under its own weight because it's not heavy. It's actually it suffers because it's the opposite. There's no gravity to what's happening anymore, and it just too is light and airy. Well, So right. the ending doesn't really work from even well, it's, and even though ones rushed at a rush pace. Well,
0: and the end is the end is completely different, and I hate the ending. Yeah. So that's
1: well, but I will say this just because I know you you want to you know I want to be done. and want you to I want to hear your side too. I, I'll say that it's strangely it's visually beautiful. Like I love yeah. I love the givers. Space and I love the the spaces he gets to look out. I thought the, the translation of what you see in the book and what you see in the film was really smart and fun. And I think that for the most part, like, you know, Jeff Bridges does a good, does a good job and Meryl Streep does a good job, but I don't feel like this is, I didn't feel like they had to work too hard at this. I think no. like, sometimes your labor of love project just kind of runs flat. Right. And in this instance, for me, it's just flat because it's about eight to 10 years too late. Well, and it reminded me more pleasantly. Reminded me more of Pleasantville than anything else. Not just because of the color schemes, right? Because that's an interesting an interesting tool that they use, which is everything's black and white until you start learning about things, and then you see things in color. I thought that was really fun. Right. There are some really good elements, but man, if it just isn't so late and so ABC Family well, instead of and, like
0: and motion picture you got, release, you know, you've got Meryl Streep in it, and that's already a problem. Because uh, her character She's doesn't, elder, it, doesn't exist, ex- exist at yeah. all. There's there's no such character in, in the book. There's there's really no interaction with like the elders at all in the in, in the in the way that there is in the movie. And you know another thing that this suffers from in a translation from a book that you can't really fix. Uh, I don't. There's there's nothing you could do except that when you're reading the book. You don't know this color thing exists, is happening, is happening. Right. until all of a sudden you get to the part where you're you're told that now all of a sudden he's seeing red. Right. But but he you don't know code, that right. from yeah. reading the book. Right. And then it's like it's like an awesome writing trick. Yeah, that has happened to you because now all of a sudden you go, whoa! All that stuff that I read before, right. which you know, there's no way to do that in the movie no. because how are we gonna right? Yeah, uh, suddenly, how are you gonna not know? Although I guess you could just make it in color,
1: right?
0: And not know that there's any difference going on, and then all of a sudden he would just like tell you that there's a difference and he can see it and right. the other people can't right. or whatever. But but for me, a lot of the problem is that it's it's very strange, but. I think the ending and, you know, spoil things for people, I guess, maybe if you haven't seen the movie or read (laughs) the book or whatever, but in the book, the ending is totally ambiguous and no one tells you anything and you don't know anything, you know, he's sliding down this hill on the sled and uh, the theory that they're working on is like, they guess that if you get far enough away, Right. This will happen. There's no like this weird Proving pillar, yeah, and right. they find like a map and stuff. Yeah. And so when he goes down the thing, first of all, you don't know if it does anything. You don't know if it works. You don't know if he actually sees a house and hears singing. You don't right. know if he's just delusional and they just die there. Right. And right. and you know it's been like a kind of long standing thing that people keep asking her.
2: If like he makes happened, it or yeah.
0: not, and she uh, – like, her basic response is that she thinks that both happen. Right. I mean, like, she thinks yeah. that both endings are true, right? <laughs> right. Like, if you read it and you think he just died there and, and that's the end, she goes, I think you're right. And, and right. So, and right. But it, but that's so cool to have a book just go, and then that's what happened. Right. And, I mean, it's not – and this one, it, like – As soon as he starts going, all of a sudden you've got Meryl Streep and uh, Bridges like going through this whole like let's explain everything that the movie is trying to say. And it's so irritating. And uh, from the ending like backwards, they do it all the time that they make up these parts for the movie where it's like, okay, let me explain what's going on for a while to you now. And I'm like, dude, this is a young adult book. Right. And basically what you're saying is we have to change the movie and have the ending all just explained for minutes and minutes and minutes where we're just all talking about what we're trying to say with this movie and what like the themes are and what we want you to take away from it and everything. Because like you're too stupid to understand a young adult book that's like 75 (laughs) pages long or something. Yeah. And you know uh, for me too that that was another thing that I thought was irritating is you know when you're translating books and you, when you get any movie that is you know from a book well the book's too long you can't make the movie 12 hours long so you right. can't have everything so you got to cut stuff out of the out of the book, and obviously there are going to be parts that have to we have to trim it down and make a screenplay and all this stuff. Right now, you get a book that I, I, I swear is like 70, 75 pages long, yeah. and you go, "Look, we could just film this whole thing, right, and make a movie." <laughs> yeah. And you go, "Nah, we still got to like cut out some of these parts and make up some new parts right. to fill right. in for uh, for how we want it to go." And and for me, a lot of it is in the first like hour. <clears throat> Excuse me. In the first, like, hour, there's so much stuff that happens in the book that you're getting, like, the Cliff Notes version of it, yeah. and they're just going, uh, you know, whatever you're supposed to get out of those first parts or getting to know people or getting to know the society, it, yeah. you know, they just make a sign right, and go, read this. right. Now, right. That's how it is. Yeah. So now we can move on to this other stuff. It's not really in the book that will explain what we want you to get out of watching the movie. I'm just like, Oh my God. I mean, it's like, you know, the whole thing that makes the giver awesome is that it's for people who are like 12 to 15, whatever, like kind of age group. And it's a book written by someone who thinks that that aged person is Way smarter than most people think. Right. 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 And then we take that book and make a movie that thinks everyone's an idiot. Yeah. Whoever might be watching it, however old you are. Right. We're pretty sure you're too stupid to follow this story. And and now we have to re-explain everything over and over. Yeah. And oh, it just left such a ugly, awful taste in my mouth uh, of the theory
1: behind the movie. I think I think at a certain point, like the book. I think if you see this film at a certain age developmentally, it'll have an impact on you, you know, and I think you have to read the book with some exception, with a lot of elasticity in that idea. I think you have to read the book at a certain age right? in order for it to have its, you can still have an impact on it. Uh, it can have an impact on you rather, but to really get the best part of it, you should be within a certain window. And I just think the, it, in that idea, it's just, this thing's too late. It's just took, and I don't know why it took so long like, there's a big story about the film where right. Jeff Bridges has been trying to get this film made for like 20 years. Right. And I'm like, well, what was the hurdle? He's, he's even... Like, what is the hang-up here? He's like, even no been difficulty. trying to make it for so long
0: that you can go online and, like, see footage that he filmed. Yeah. I don't even remember, like 15 years ago, where he actually like filmed some stuff and said, here's like a general idea. This is the idea. Uh,
1: He actually said in an interview, what the hell? He had an interview where he said that in some box in somebody's house in his family, there's a movie where his dad, Lloyd Bridges, played the giver. Right. And that they filmed the whole film because they loved it so much. They just did it as a project on their own. Right. And that would... Kind of and it's probably better. It might be better. <laughs> you know, it, it it's not. It's not horrible. It just was. No, it was just not. absolutely out of its time. Yeah, it, it just isn't the right time. It's missed a lot of things. It had a chance to do these things, and if it had been first,
0: and, and I it think, would have had a little bit more power I think to it, even if it, whenever it got made, I think yeah. if it was really a lot more. Just true to the book. To the story. Let yeah. the book do what it does. It clearly yeah. knows what it's doing. It's Everybody been, loves it. Yeah, right? and it's been and around
1: for a long time. Right. Every year on the list.
0: And, yeah, and yeah it's, it, it's just, I think, so strange that it would... And, and you know, the, the weird thing, too, is that you ultimately don't get... This is the thing I really didn't like about the movie, is once he starts getting the memories yeah. that are supposed to be bad they're only bad because like you bring the book to the movie or something because they're so weird. Like the ones he gets that are good, you're like, all right, I I I get that. that. This is like a good memory. And we're, we're showing a interesting and clear version of this being a good thing. But then it's like the bad things. We don't want to make stuff look too bad or be too whatever. So it's like, you know, you watch like, it, it the bad thing is like you watch a bunch of like newsreel highlight things yeah. and you go see bad you right. just know bad right. and so all it didn't even have to be about anything really it could have just been like war i mean yeah. you could have like read a book about war right and it would have been the same see, thing because right. you don't really you don't really get any power in that and then like you said once we get to the end there
1: isn't really any power in the end because it's kind of not trying to in a yeah. weird way. It's, uh, and I don't know if that's their attempt to be ambiguous in a film either. If it is, they didn't do it very well. Right. But, but,
0: I don't know, but you don't, you don't really get any impact, no, I, I didn't, think, at I the didn't. end. I was and, just like, kind of sterile. At the end of the book,
1: yeah. you're
0: like, oh. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and you know it, it's, yeah. it's funny, too, because uh, my, my middle child... Like wants to see this movie and wants to read the book, and I and I'm like, you know, you're kind of young. Yeah. Like, you know, when they kill the baby in the book, right? Right. You're like kind of, uh, right? You know, she, you know, she's like kind of at at the age. And I'm thinking about it, I'm like, you know, if you give this to a kid too young, it's like there's almost like a meta thing happening yeah. there where it's like, you know, you can't unread the book once right. once I give you the memories. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, once once you see that and right. and that happens, it's like, you know, you're different. No. Now yeah. Now. And you don't get any kind of like power of yeah. of that. No. Even you know when you get the killing the baby scene in the book, it's like you're reading the book and you, and you, you're like reading the words and you're like going, what the hell? Like right. you're like yeah. seriously having a reaction to that because like you can't believe it. It's insane. Right. And when it happens in the movie and he has like a reaction to it or whatever, but when it happens in the movie, you're just kind of like, yeah, ah, whatever. Right. I mean, it's bad. just they didn't yeah. they didn't film that to where you kind of. Get it? Yeah. As much as you ought to really easily be able to deliver that, yeah. and somehow they didn't do it. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, uh, so we're running out of time. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess that's that's our, our give or take on it. Um. Yeah. You know, I thought it 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 was pretty good, and it was kind of fun in parts. You yeah. know, for me it was weird because the aesthetic oddly made me think of Logan's run, which is, which is another, yeah, which is another dystopia dystopia that's uh, really a long time ago for the film version. But, uh, it, it just had this, you know, there's this weird sterile nature to the future and to dystopias or whatever, where it it made me think of that. And especially like kind of their houses and the whole, whatever. And, and really the whole, I guess, putting people down (laughs) too. (laughs) But, um, anyway, but you know, it's, I, I guess it's it's worth a watch, especially to the right age yeah. people. If you're gonna uh, have them watch it, but yeah. but man, I I just felt like ugh, it it just didn't do it for me. And uh, the stuff that was good was not as good as I wanted it to be. And right. then
1: there was a bunch of stuff that was pissing me off. So. That's an English teacher's. Perfect trap too, because you're going to know who reads the book and who watches that film based on what, oh, what yeah. the middle school, and a, high school kids. That is a perfect book to start. Like, uh, just be like, okay, we the and then they're going to come back with stuff, and, and they're going to
0: go. So then the chief elder did this, yep. and then the yep. you know whatever. And, and oh god, like, there's gotcha. so many parts yeah. in it that are not in the book at all. It's cool. Uh, okay, so we're really running out of time. Um, yeah. So Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, you know. I, I, I don't know. There was so much of it that was uh silly. I think yeah. I think our ratings probably are good enough for that. Yeah. But you know the the real problem for me with that movie uh overall was that there was there was so much of the beginning that just let you know right where you right where yeah. you were that the rest of the movie I just went ah whatever. Right. And you know it all had to do with um uh April, you yeah. know. And it's they like pox. It's like, you know, uh, it's weird that Megan Fox is giving people so much shit if they don't like this movie because I don't know if that's she's just admitting that it's stupid or something, but I guess it'll make money, so it's good. Yeah. But you know her character is just so stupid, right? For so long, in so many different ways, that pretty soon you're like, ah, uh, you know, how does she get dressed in the morning? I mean, right, she's just yeah. as dumb as she wants to be a reporter and. On two different occasions she goes into her newsroom and goes, "Well, look, dude, there's like these weird alien guys and you I mean unless you're 10, right? You you got to be watching that going no one's that stupid. Who who could right. possibly who would, be right. it somehow I guess helps facilitate where we're going with the story. Yeah. So, we've decided that's what has to happen, but you're basically just telling me really early on in the movie That your character is just like moronically stupid. I mean, nobody would do that. Yeah. I I mean, you've got to have another way to get around to wherever you want to go. (laughs) Then this person is going to go into their newsroom and go, uh, you know, there's there's aliens, and I know it's true, and I have no proof, but I took a picture of a symbol, right? And you know, Gandalf showed up, and there. I mean, it's like she's telling this totally ridiculous story and in a way that she's convinced that like, clearly everyone will just believe me yeah. and and then we can go investigate. Right. And I, and it's like, it all makes sense to her and there's no way. And then, <laughs> and then no one believes it. Right. And she's like, what? What? How, yeah, <laughs> why don't you? Right. right. And, I mean, and then you just, you're so early on in the movie and this is how we're setting the stage is that, you know, Basically, whatever totally stupid thing I have to do is fine. It's fine. And, you know, but like I said, there there were a couple parts in it that I
1: actually liked. But. I, yeah, real. I mean, real quick, it's just it's too long, it's too dumb, it's too bad, and it's too late. You know, this is another out-of-time film for me, and it seems like it's an attempt to be like one of these nostalgia films we're going to bring back and make you get into it again and it just because
0: because we still have a factory somewhere that can make
1: these dolls (laughs) that we can
0: sell right so we have to make a movie
1: there's a huge group of people who love the cartoon and the and the you know the other films um and we're going to try to extrapolate from them as much money as we can in one quick cash grab and it just doesn't work right it doesn't work for a bunch of bad reasons there was a point in the film where I was surprised how much I was having fun with it. I thought it was gonna be worse than it was. And I still only gave it like a three. Right. You know, three eight three and a half. So but it, it's it's not it's not for me, but it's like fifteen years too late too. So. Right.
0: And uh and you know totally the thing is that if if it wasn't if it wasn't so clear that they had nothing to do with it, they just still owned the name and could make a movie. Right. It's not right. like we went back here because you know, I have right. an idea about how we could go move. with this, right? right? But no, it's just uh, – it's like basically an episode of the cartoon yeah. turned into, into a movie, a right? right, and horrible. All right, so we're totally out of time, and, uh, you know, it's kind of good to be back. Thanks for tuning yeah. in and uh, uh, finding us again after our, our big oh, break. Yeah. But uh, we will be back next week, and we will see you then. Yeah. Uh, subscribe and share, and otherwise force your friends to listen to us, <laughs> and we'll see you next week.
1: See ya.